You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? We're back. And wow, we did it, Kevin. We did the unthinkable. That's six straight for the Sun Devils as they took down the Ducks. The 14th ranked Ducks, you know, we've said this before, you don't want to come, you don't want to come to Wells Fargo Arena. Yeah, I mean, we were there last night, and the whole student section was full a good half hour before the game started. Everybody was ready for this game, uh, and ASU really showed out for the fans. You know, I texted my friends who go to Oregon right when this game started, and I said, mm, it's a bad day to be in Tempe. You could just tell from the atmosphere. We had the rally, Grandpa, for anyone who wasn't there. Yep. They kept putting uh, the fan cam on this one grandpa who was in all red. Looked a little bit like Santa Claus to me. May have been him. I'm not sure. I've never met the guy. But, yeah, I mean, he was, like, amping the crowd up. Everyone was getting hyped up. That was our best game of the season, like, I think, that we we played. I mean, you look how we shot. We shot 48% from the field, 38% from three, and we held Oregon shooting 41% from the field and 28% from three. I think it was definitely the best defensive game of the year for us, especially in the first half. I mean, in the first half, they were they were just swarming Oregon on defense. Uh, I know Peyton Pritchard ended up playing pretty well, but in the first half, he did not play well at all due to good defense by Remy Martin and just the rest of the team when Remy Martin went out with that face injury, I guess it was. Uh, but yeah, all around, just the best offensive game of the year for ASU. I mean, we held Pritchard a 6-for-15 shooting, 4-for-10 from 3, and only 18 points. And most importantly, we got him to foul out and in a huge time because they kind of had the momentum towards the end of the game. They were starting to come back and everything. But, yeah, I mean, that reach around that he did on Alonzo Verge. That, he was getting really hot, too. He was getting really hot. And that was just a really, I think, a stupid foul for him. There was no point of it. It was obviously a foul. And it wasn't even a shooting foul. I mean, it was just a, it was a bad foul by him. Yeah, and then Alonzo Verge Jr., he did great. I mean, he's some questionable takes, but I guess, you know, when you're hot, you're feeling it, and you kind of know you're going to hit those shots. But, I mean, he had a cool 26 points on 10 for 21 shooting, but he needs to work on his three ball because, yeesh. Yeah. I mean, I saw him hit the side of the backboard. But, you know, let's let's focus on the positives. His mid-range game is great, though. Yeah, his mid-range game. the best mid-range game on the team, probably, besides maybe Remy. But, yeah. uh, I think the MVP of this game was probably Rob. Yeah, Rob Edwards. Rob was a stud all game. I mean, you look at the numbers, Kevin. What do you think he shot from the field? Just, you know, out of thin air. Percentage-wise? No, just, you know, numbers-wise. Uh, 8 for 16. 8 for 17. He went 9 for 15, and I think the biggest stat line is he went 5 for 9 from 3. So. Yeah, I mean, he started off the game with two big threes, got the crowd going. Uh, I mean, and then just the whole game, he was so consistent. He was the most consistent player out there tonight. Uh... Because Remy went out for a bit. I know, I know normally Remy's the best player on the team. But, I mean, he really, really stepped up his game tonight. Yeah, and big kudos to Remy because while he only had 11 points, he led the team in assists with five. So, he was dishing out there and he was drawing a lot of attention. I mean, they were running a press on him. They didn't even want him to get the ball right out, right at the, uh, the inbound. But, so, I, kudos to Remy for changing his game up a little bit. But, you know, Kevin, you may disagree with me here, but... I think there's a clear MVP, and it may not show up on the stat stat board, but 
Romello White. I mean, he had 11 boards and 8 points. No one else on the team other than Mickey Mitchell had above 5 boards. So he really just was cleaning the glass. And when he was out, you could tell. We literally were talking. We're like, all right, we need Romello back because we can't get an offensive rebound or any rebound at that. We only had 38 as a team. And the Ducks had 42, but... It seems like way more. In the first half, we were out rebounding pretty bad. The second half got a little bit better, but uh, I mean, yeah, Romello White's a great player. He's he's the biggest guy. He's basically the big guy on our team. I mean, if we get the rest of the team, uh, I mean, Khalid Thomas, he's a pretty big dude. But when we need like a presence down low, it has to be Romello White. Yeah, I mean, and he was there. He was the presence down low. He's felt all game because I would say maybe I saw. Two times someone tried to back him down, and both those times just came up very short. I mean, yeah. you can't back down someone like that. He's he's huge. Now, and you uh you kind of mentioned it earlier, but the uh, I think the only maybe downside of ASU's game last night was their ability to break the press. I mean, they just had really really sloppy turnovers on a lot of their attempts to break that press. And uh, I mean, kudos to Oregon. They they're a really good defensive team. But, I mean, just a lot of bad reads and bad passes by ASU. Yeah, I mean, and teams are going to see that, and they're going to try to run the press on us more often. But I think just, I mean, that's really our first team that's pressed against us that I've seen so far that's pressed as well as Oregon. And Oregon's known for that. They're known as one of the top pressing teams. They remind me of an old West Virginia team with Javon Carter. I mean, well, he's a stud. Of course, yeah. I mean, that kind of reminds me of the same sort of uh, mold that Oregon's going with this year, but... The fact that ASU is not doing what ASU usually does and starting off ridiculously hot and then just plummeting and barely making the tournament, we're 18-8 and eight now. And, I mean, or maybe 19. We're 18-8 and eight now, and we play Oregon State this Saturday, and that's a team we've already beaten. We've proven we can beat them. I mean, they're a solid team, sure, coming out at 15-11, but this is, this is Wells Fargo Arena. This is the bank. I mean, nobody can come in here. And win a game, obviously. No, I mean we have the we have one of the best student sections in the nation. I mean the curtain of death. Yeah, they were all last night. The curtain of distraction was on. I like um, to call it the curtain of death personally, just because, I mean statistically speaking, the Oregon players. I think I saw them hit both free throws maybe two times, maybe. Yes, they were struggling in the second half. Yeah, and they're a relatively good free throw shooting team. Uh, but that just goes to show how good the curtain of distraction is in the nine four two crew. Yeah, big shout-out to the 942 crew. I was cracking up watching some of the stuff that came out from behind there. And, I mean, they show no mercy, especially when they brought out the Oregon State beaver and an Oregon duck, and they pretended the beaver was beating up the duck. That one got to me. I, yeah. I was well, We might just do the opposite tomorrow. And look at that. a duck and just beat up the beaver. You know, honestly, I would love to see that. I really would, because I think that that's something that, you know, I think that's something that could be funny. And here's the stat I was talking about earlier. It just took me a little bit to find it. Oregon shot 63% from the free throw line. They missed seven. And that's not like Oregon. They're one of the best shooting teams in the country. You saw it at times. They would just all of a sudden start heaving limitless range threes. And, yeah, I mean, that's just something that that's a big shout-out to the 942 crew and what they do because they know how to distract. And they know how to lead the chance. They know how to cheer. There's I mean, a... Well, like a lot of people are going to say that they uh, played sloppy, which they did, but I think it was really due to ASU's defense. I hate to keep bringing it up, but I mean, that was the best defensive game I've I've seen since I've been here, actually, from ASU. Not just this year, even last year. I mean, they would, because Oregon has shooters. 
and they are one of the best offensive and, and defensive teams in the Pac-12. They're they're the best team in the Pac-12, I would say. Uh, well, well, maybe besides us. Yeah, I mean, you know? come with a little asterisk now. And I mean, we defensively we shut them down. And you know, Kevin, I looked through their last couple games, and other than when they played Oregon State and only shot four free throws, they've shot above seventy-five percent in all of their games and free throws in their last five. So that just shows what the crew does. I mean, the current of distraction can get anyone. It can. You know, Kevin, let's hear your prediction. What do you think is going to come out of the curtain of distraction next game? Or what do you want to see come out? What I want to see, uh, I would love to see the duck beating up the beaver. Just because I found the beaver beating up the duck so funny. Uh, but if I had my choice of anything, I would love to see some type of Game of Thrones curtain of distraction. Maybe like a Cal Drogo type thing. I think that would get people too. Yeah. I genuinely think that that would distract some people. Personally... What I think we're going to see, like you said, we're going to see the beaver beating up the duck, which, you know, hopefully some Oregon State fans are listening to this because, sure, warn the team. It's really not going to help because once you see that, when the curtain comes down, all rules are gone. But what I hope we see, oh, I hope the rally grandpa comes from out behind that curtain because the crowd would lose their oh, mind. Well, that would be amazing. The crowd would actually go ballistic. I mean, this guy was, he was on the bongo cam, and I think that Who was... was the biggest star of the night? Yeah. Not, not Rob. Not Romello. Rally Grandpa was the star of the night. Bongo, Rally Grandpa, if you're listening, we owe this win to you because you ignited the crowd like no player could have. Once you got on the Bongo cam and you took over, and then we just kept going back to you every single time out. Oregon started making that run. Yeah. And on the Bongo cam, cam on, and he just started just hitting the bongos hard and getting the crowd pumped up. And yeah, it was great. You know who else I'd love to see, Kevin? The amazing chin balancer, the halftime well, show. That was that was something I was so confused at first when they announced our halftime show is the amazing chin balancer, and then all of a sudden this dude puts a grill on his chin, and then he puts a ladder on his chin while standing on another ladder. Well, I was in the I was in the concourse actually getting some food at the beginning of the performance, and I was hearing a who's and ahs, you know. Yeah. And then I walked out back to my seat and I saw a guy with a uh, wheelbarrow on his chin. And I had no idea what was going on. I looked at you. I was like, what, what is going on here? And you're like, this guy's the amazing chin balancer. And then I saw the grill. I saw the table. It was very impressive. Yeah. Three words. The amazing chin balancer. Four words. Chin balancer could be one. It could be one. We have no idea. Or you could drop the the. Yeah. It's too amazing. Amazing chin yeah. balancer. But that guy, I mean, my birthday's coming up. And I told you, I want to book him for my birthday. I just yeah. want to see. I want to hand him stuff and see what he could put on his chin. Especially when he put the Go Devil sign on his chin, the crowd ignited. I think you were there for that part, too. The yeah. crowd lost their minds. So him and the rally, Grandpa, I'd want nothing more than for them to be behind the curtain of distraction. And it's not even like if you look at him, it's not even like he has a huge chin or anything. No, it's a normal, you normal know, He's chin. a normal-looking chin, and he just, he has a gift, I guess, you know. Okay, Kevin, what about this? What if we pull the curtain of distraction, and the amazing chin balancer is balancing the rally, Grandpa, on his chin? I don't think the other team will make a I single free throw. I think I would pass out. Just out of sheer shock and happiness, probably. I would think I would try to pass out because I don't know if I would get any happier than that. I, I mean, would go through like some sort of a trance, just of complete ecstasy. Yeah, I mean, that would be crazy because, I mean, those are two heroes that really saved the game because big shout out to ASU's, you know, like social media or event planning team because... I mean, they brought it all out, and like they knew exactly how to get the crowd going. Yeah, the game presentation team. 
Yeah. Great. Amazing game presentation there because there was honestly a time where we both looked at each other, ASU tied it, or Oregon tied it up, and we looked at each other and we're like, this is not good. Uh, like Pritchard's getting hot. We can't stop him. Verge started missing some shots. Rob wasn't getting the ball anymore. Romello White was out. And then sure enough, sure Grandpa enough. came back on the screen, and that's when all that's when all heck broke loose. You know, you look at this next game, Kevin. What do you think we need to do in order to succeed? Uh, not make any more sloppy mistakes. Um, I don't think we're gonna make as many mistakes as we did last night. I mean, their defense is very good at all, Oregon State. Uh, but I mean, if we just keep playing our game, we can beat anybody in the Pac-12 right now. Yeah. Uh, we proved that last night, uh, especially against the Oregon State team that isn't nearly as good as its counterpart, Oregon. Um, we you should know, definitely win. If we just play our own game, uh, it should be a good game for ASU. You know, Oregon State also beat Oregon. So this is kind of a battle of you know, who actually owns the Pac-12 because, I mean, you look at their last five, they've only won two of their last five, and that's Oregon and Utah back-to-back weeks. And then they fell out a boulder... And uh, the boys down south and Cal. And you look at our last five, I only see five green W's, Kevin. What do you see? I, maybe I'm like colorblind. I see, and if you press uh, full schedule, you'll see six green W's, actually. And if you look at the last eight, you'll see seven of the last eight. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're on Bob Hur- Bobby Hurley a lot here. We do give him a lot of criticism. Sometimes we are so confused as to what he was doing, but can't complain if we're winning. That, that, that's a little... Uh... Concerned, actually. The 11th assists per game for us. I mean, that's just... ISO we, Joe we ball, play, baby. I know. We play... I understand we're guard you, you know. When we play a lot of ISO game. But teams can uh, really exploit that. We're not, we're, we don't pass the ball very much. But Yeah, I mean, our leading assists was five. And after that, I think only there's three other assists maybe the entire game. But that is some, there's always something to work on. That is team. ASU, though. Yeah, and that's what we've been known for, and that's our bread and butter. You know, some people run the press, some people run the zone. We just happen to run ISO ball. We came out in the zone, I think, yesterday, actually. We did, and that was one thing that actually, thank you for bringing that up. I wanted to touch on that. Another big shout-out to Bobby Hurt. You know, we haven't done our clap of the day yet. Should we give it to Bobby? Sure. Yeah, we'll give it to Bobby. Bobby. We'll give a half clap to Bobby because, you know, Bobby, he came out in the zone. And then he would switch to man, and then he would switch to a zone. But when a man crosses, you know, they would pick up the man. So he was constantly changing things on defense, and I genuinely think that that was confusing Oregon the entire time. Yeah, I mean, defensively, again, he's, he's a good coach defensively. Uh, I just have a little bit of concerns with him offensive side. I mean, and he ran one play. I remember, I mean, obviously he ran more than one play. But I remember one play vividly where he set a nice off-ball, Ramel White set a nice off-ball screen for Rob to get open for three. I mean, it worked to perfection, and I didn't see it again for the rest of the game. Uh, I just saw a lot of iso ball. But, I mean, that's that's guard you, I guess. You know? It's guard you. I mean, when you're running three guards out there and a forward as your center, three guards, two forwards. That's what we run. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining if we're winning. I love it. I think it's awesome, and I think our future's bright. Now, Kevin, you know we're making the tournament now. Yeah, I believe we're making the tournament now. I mean, last week... After last week's games, I think they should put us in there. And now, as long as we don't have an absolutely abysmal end to the season, well, I think we'll be in the tournament. And actually in the tournament. Not in any playing games like we've been the last few years. I mean, actually in the tournament. I could see us as like, uh, you know, because our upcoming schedule isn't very difficult at all. 
Like, we don't have to play the Boulder. We don't have to play Oregon again. You know, you look at our schedule. We have Oregon State at home. Then we go to UCLA. Then we go to USC. And then we have back-to-back home games against Washington and Washington State. And, you know, these are all teams that we have beaten except Washington State. We lost to them, but that was in Washington State. And Pullman, you know, it's a hard place to get to. Sure, there's a time change there. You know, there's a lot of variables, but all I know is at home, we're a very scary team. We can compete with anyone. Those L.A. games kind of scare me a little bit because, I mean, those teams are super inconsistent. They can play really well some games and really bad other games. I mean, you kind of just got to see what you're going to get in that game, but those two games are kind of scary. What do you say we take a little road trip down to UCLA and USC and go watch those I'll games? I'll go. I'll Cheer go. on the crowd, you know? I mean, we're probably taking a shuttle, the 942 crew. Of course, yeah. And also, I drive a pickup truck, so I could pile a bunch of people in the yeah. bed, you know, bring the whole student section if we want to. Uh, Maybe rent a U-Haul? We could rent a U-Haul, put some people in the U-Haul. Of course, just for 942, of course. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, we need all we can get there, and... You know, maybe a little more, a little more of this. Yeah, a little more. I didn't, I didn't have my keys last night. You know what? That, that, thank God we won because, because I would have blamed myself. Yeah. I would have blamed myself. I would have been yelling yeah. at you this morning. I wouldn't have told anybody that I forgot my keys if we, if we had lost. You know, I couldn't have dealt with that social embarrassment. Well, I couldn't have lied to the fans out there listening to House of Sparky on, on SB Nation. I would have to, you know, I would have to let them know. Well, that I wouldn't have even told you. Oh, well, I would have noticed. I would have noticed. All right, Ken, when you look at tomorrow's game, we talked about it a little bit. What's your prediction? What's your score prediction? Uh, I'm saying Sun Devils 74, Beavers 65. Okay, so it's a little bit of a nail-biter, but you think we pull it out in the end? Yeah. I think actually, no. I think we'll be we'll, we'll get a little bit of a lead in the first half, go up around eight, and then play the rest of the game pretty even. Okay, I... You know, I kind of agree with you on this one, which is shocking because... We don't agree a lot. No, and usually I, I mean to go against you. But I think this is going to be a pretty comfortable win. You know, it's going to be like a 9-point victory, maybe 10 or 11 after free throws. I already said 9, so you're just going to copy me or what? Well, I said 10 or 11 after free throws, but, you know, this is something that... This is a trap game, honestly, though. It's after a big win, and I'm just thankful that it's kind of right after the big win. You know, it's tomorrow, so we don't have a lot of time to just party and, you know do all that stuff like after a huge win we have time to sit back you know take a rest day to day maybe get a couple shots up a little open gym time and then tomorrow you got to bounce back and if we beat Oregon State what do you see us ranked as because I mean we already received some votes last week after going six or after uh, winning five straight that's six straight this would be seven straight seven of our last eight I mean or it would be eight of our last nine I see 20 Two. Uh, I see about 19 maybe because I think people are starting to notice ASU and college basketball loves the hot teams and right now we are one of the hottest teams if not the hottest team in college basketball the only thing is we only got one vote last week so that's why I don't think we're going to jump from one vote all the way to 19 um, but yeah 22 I think so and it also looks at who, who loses and stuff yeah uh, but yeah no I think I think when when we win this game, not even if we win this game, we will be ranked Sun Devil Basketball we back on the map. And, yeah, all will be well and tempy. Sun Devil Basketball back on the map this late in the season, Kevin. What if I told you that? What if I told you that when we, you know, had 12 wins, 8 losses, I was like, hold your hat, Kevin. We're about to go on a tear. 
I would have said, you need to go to a mental hospital because you are schizophrenic. Yeah, and look at that. And now you're not, you, you're, you're not schizophrenic, you're right. I'm right, you know. The little voice told me we were going to win, and look what happened. We won. Yeah, and I'm excited for the future, you know. I think that this is going to be a great season. And I see us getting into the tournament as, you know, five, six, seven seed. If we went out. Yeah, if we went out, we can get there as a, yeah, as a six seed, I think. That would be awesome, because... Oh, that would be great. Just to see us in the tournament, not having to play in like last year. And, oh, Maybe wanna... make a road trip to a tournament game. Maybe. You Maybe mean 100% that. make a road trip to a tournament yeah. game. Come on. Yeah. Well, I'm excited, Kevin. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, for SB Nation's House of Sparky. Thank you.